I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Tuesday tweener, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I honestly don't have anything. I'm boring today. I don't my mind is fried. I have a lot of other stuff going on, and I'm like, all right. And I can't even like escape into the realm of the finals because it's the Lakers and the Lakers will probably win. But I guess football, I, I enjoy fantasy football right now. And I made a Cowboys defense joke yesterday and people didn't like it. But I did. <laughs> I wonder why. But I did. It was kind of funny today because Church's Chicken replied and was like, hold up. Don't you dare be comparing our food to the Cowboys defense. <laughs> And uh, uh, Isaac tweeted out. He said, "Which you know fast food restaurant would you most would most represent the Cowboys defense?" And somebody said Church's Chicken. And Church's Chicken they didn't get tagged. They just searched their their yeah. own name. Church's Chicken kind of thirsty, I think, trying to find, trying to find Busy their own day name. In the office. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, so people had some clever responses. Chick Fil A because it closed on Sundays. Yeah, that was good. That's a good one. Um, yeah, there was there's a few good ones in there. Cowboys Twitter incredible incredible world <laughs> absolutely all right on today's show isaac and i are going to break down some more trade targets we're looking at our next crop of teams we've been doing this pretty much every tuesday so if you want to go back and just look at mavs trade targets over the last couple of weeks you can go check out some of these other pods that we've been doing on this series we've just been doing the teams in alphabetical order so today we're going to get to the miami heat nba finals per- participant miami heat the Milwaukee Bucks, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and possibly the New Orleans Pelicans. So those are the teams we got on the docket today. We'll see how many we get through. And just like we've been doing these last couple ones, we're going through the teams, talking about which players we think the Mavericks could trade for because we think it's going to be a lot easier for the Mavericks to add a piece trade trading-wise instead of free agency. They're going to have the you know mid-level exception, something like that, 9 point you know, three something million dollars to, to spend in free agency, which is not nothing, but it's also not something. So, and then uh, they'll have the, the draft picks with number 18 and number 31. And if they just select players, not sure they're getting a real impact player. So we think the trade market is the best way to do that. We've gone through a bunch of names already. Uh, we've also already done Oladipo and, you know, Miles Turner on a different pod. So if you're interested in that topic, go listen to that podcast. But today, let's start with the Miami Heat, Isaac Harris. Miami Heat next year. It seems like their season's not even over, so it's kind of weird talking about them, you know, in the future with the team that they have now. But Jimmy Butler making thirty-four million. They have Goran Dragic is an unrestricted free agent. He's not on the team anymore unless they re-sign him, which we're assuming they're going to sign him for a huge one-year deal. So I'm not sure we're going to get him for like that mid-level exception. Um, Andre Iguodala, fifteen million dollar deal. Uh, Solomon Hill is an unrestricted free agent. Kelly Olynyk has a player option for thirteen million. Myers Leonard's a free agent. Jay Crowder's a free agent. They have Tyler Hero on his rookie deal, Bam on his rookie deal, uh, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, rookie deals, 
And then they're still paying AJ Hammonds, by the way. <laughs> Thought I mentioned that. Uh, Ryan Anderson and AJ Hammonds all getting, both getting paid <laughs> by the Heat so far, but their, their roster doesn't have a lot of guaranteed deals on it. Butler, Iguadala, Hero, Bam, Nunn and Robinson, they'll guarantee. And then, uh, Casey Okpala and Chris Silva are both guaranteed. Uh, Kelly Olynyk has the player option. That's all the players they have on their roster. Yeah, I mean, this is why Miami, not uh, just because of their franchise and how good they're doing and Jimmy and, you know, Miami location and all that, is being mentioned with Giannis because their cap situation is just, it's being set up for that. So, you know, just like Dallas, Miami over the next, you know, year, we're going to see they have some, you know, crucial, I guess, free agents and Jay Crowder, uh, Dragic, you know, some really key parts to the rotation that would be free agents. I could see them re-signing both of them for like a, like a one year, you know, expiring deal in 2021, because I think them like Dallas will be looking at deals that won't cut into that 2021 cap space, because right now the only guaranteed money in 2021 for them is Jimmy Butler at 36 and then you get into like Tyler Hero, Bam, entering into those you know last years of their their rookie deals and stuff. But they're set up perfect for Giannis. They have everything to offer to Giannis. But trade wise, next season, I think there's really only two targets because there's not very many people under contract for them. And I don't think they're trading Jimmy. They're not going to trade Tyler Hero or Bam. Uh, I don't even. Th- okay, let me just say this: non Mavs at the start of this. People want to try to link Embiid to to Miami. Do you think at this point Miami would trade Bam and Tyler Hero in a package for Embiid? What if Anthony Davis goes off for like 40 the next two games, right? Like all of a sudden they're like, man, we actually need somebody to face him, right? Maybe they decide to yeah. to do that, but I don't think so. I mean, I think that they've been winning with that bullpen center approach, right? They have Bam who can play a ton of minutes there, but he can also slide to the four during the regular season and play next to a Kelly Olynyk or play next to a Myers Leonard. Maybe they just find somebody bigger that can be another center type guy that can guard bigger guys, but I don't think they're going to go all in on a Joel Embiid type, right? I just, that doesn't just, he doesn't match any part of their culture or, you know, the style of play that they've sort of adopted here. See, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think they do it at this point. I think if you asked me last year, I'm like, yeah, I think they, they would do that, but I don't think they would do it now. The Joel Embiid-Bam combination would be like maybe a little bit better version of the Al Horford-Joel Embiid combo. <laughs> right? That's just, it's the same type of player, but Bam's, pro- Bam's better at this point in his career. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be weird. And you're just That experiment already didn't work in Philadelphia, so I don't think yeah. it would work that much better in Miami. So for Dallas's sake, in a trade – trade situation for Miami I don't think it's likely this offseason because I think the only two players you're looking at is Andre Iguodala who is making is going to make 15 million dollars but then has a team option for 15 million dollars in 2021 strategic deal given to Iggy by Miami because they want that you know to be able to uh, decline that that summer to get Giannis or whoever and then Kelly Olenek, if he assuming he picks up that 13.1 million dollar team option or player option yeah would either of those guys interest you? Because I think I've flipped on Iggy now. I love Iggy. I would love him in the locker room. I would love him in a Courtney Lee type of role. I just, one, don't see how they could trade for him without including something. Like, Miami's not... They don't want to take on more money. So, like, they don't right. want a, a DeLon Wright or something like that. It, it's perfect for them with Iggy. And they're in a win-now mode, like like Dallas, to where they want to win next year, too. 
And I, we just don't have another expiring contract to send them that would make sense, I don't think. Yeah, they want to win now while also still building for the future because Bam, Tyler Hero, you know, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, those guys are all still really young. And Jimmy Butler is relatively young as well. So you, you look at all that, and it, they're in very similar situations, the Mavericks and the, the Heat, contract-wise at least. Yeah. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of trade partners here. Andre Iguodala, maybe you could think about it. but I, He'll be again, 37 next year. Yeah, and, and I don't know if he's given them too much in his finals that would make me super excited about, oh, yeah, Andre Iguodala could come into the Mavericks and play a big role, right? The Heat don't yeah. need him to play that big of a role. They have Jay Crowder, who is a guy that the Mavericks should, should probably talk about bringing him back, you know, free agency or something like that, but... Uh, yeah, that that's interesting. Derek Jones Jr. also an unrestricted free agent. The Kelly Olynyk question. Uh, let's let's do this question. Would you rather have Kelly Olynyk or Dwight Powell for the Mavericks? Considering <sighs> what difficult. he what he's done in the finals. I mean, Kelly Olynyk, twenty four points in one game. I think he had seventeen points in game three. He had a he had a lot. He's he's played pretty good role. The Mavericks did want him. Uh, so, what would you think about that proposition? Man, that's that's difficult. Um, well, one, yeah, one, that would never happen because Miami wouldn't want to make that switch and cut into their space for Dwight's future deal. But just on court wise, Dallas just loves Dwight Powell so much and he fits in a way that if we want to say, because I almost want to compare Olenek to Maxi because Olenek would play a similar role that Maxi plays in this Dallas offense to where Dwight Powell brings a That's why rim- I didn't ask about Maxi. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a rim- uh, Dwight brings the rim rolling presence that, you know, we missed. We missed that in the bubble. We missed that even though, you know, we love KP at the five and going small and all that stuff. They did miss having somebody that was rolling to the rim that could throw it up to. And so... I want to say that I would take Dwight Powell over him, but man, having a Linux shooting would, would be nice too. Right? To have yeah. three centers then? You have three white centers that can all shoot like that? <laughs> Kelly Olenek, uh, Porzingis. Olenek shot 40% and, from three this past year. Yeah. Way. Yeah. He's, he's no joke. And he's not completely terrible on defense also. So you have you know, a guy that you can throw out there and you have three different centers that can all shoot the three. I mean, that's that's huge spacing for the Mavericks. But I thought that that was an interesting proposition. I don't think that's going to happen. But coming up, let's get into some more of these teams, the Bucks, the Timberwolves, talk about some more trade targets. We'll get into both of those teams coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, rockauto.com is the place to go if you have a need for a part, if you have a car that needs something, go to rockauto.com. They have an incredible catalog. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You just go there, you put in your car, go and do it right now. You might as well. I mean, we, you've probably heard me say this so many different times about Rock Auto. Go there, put your car, the brand, the name, the make, the model, and the year. It'll show you just all the parts that are available for your car or truck with all the prices there. You can compare it right there. You don't have to walk into a brick and mortar store. You don't have to risk going out and you know, putting on the mask and going to a store and looking through things and having to ask somebody where things are. You can just do it at rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And also, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar Go. Isaac, we've told you guys all about Built Bars 
and how great they are. They're the best. The protein bar tastes like a candy bar, covered in 100% chocolate. Isaac loves them. I love them. Pretty much everyone on the network loves them. I don't think anyone said a bad thing about Built Bars. Uh, but now Built Bar has an incredible new product called Built Go. Built Bar Go is basically, they sent me some of them, and it's basically a Built Bar in peanut butter form which is which is excellent you put it in a it has they give it to you in a little pouch you just cut the top off of it and then you can just squeeze it and it also has caffeine in it it has 15 grams of, of protein and 100 milligrams of caffeine in it it can help you break through that next wall in a 1.5 ounce package they have three incredible flavors the peanut butter honey the chocolate coconut and my favorite the chocolate mint that mint also just gives you like a little wake up as well along with the you know, the caffeine as well. Go to builtgo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 30% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this next team. We have the Milwaukee Bucks. <sighs> These should have been champion Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> They're cap sheet is actually pretty full next year so you look at a lot of teams you're like man none of these guys have team have players on their team but the bucks have middleton at 33 million Giannis at 27 and a half which is kind of hilarious looking at that number saying that he's the second highest paid player on his team uh bledsoe making 16.8 brooke lopez making 12.6 george hill making 9.5 air son Ilyasova with a non-guaranteed seven million dollar contract uh, robin lopez with a five million dollar player option DJ Wilson making 4.5, Dante DiVincenzo making 3, Wes Matthews has a player option for 2.6, and then they have Sterling Brown, a restricted free agent, and uh, his brother Thanasis Antetokounmpo at $1.7 million. So those are the players they have on their, you know, their books next year. So they're capped out. I mean, they're at $114 million in guaranteed contracts. That's not counting Ersan Eliasova, Robin Lopez, Wes Matthews, uh, and Sterling Brown, I think, as well. So that, it goes all the way up to... 130 million. So they're kind of tapped out. Any thoughts on any of these players right away? If you look at, you know, the box besides Giannis, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even want to go into what a Giannis trade would look like. I don't think they're going to trade him. Uh, yeah, anything with that. Um, Outside of Luca, they don't have I'm, the Mavs don't have anything they could put together. I mean, well, even I mean, like a Porzingis yeah, draft it would picks. Have to center <laughs> around Porzingis and, uh, you know, yeah, it would have to center around Porzingis at that point if it got to that level. Still not but, enough, I don't think. Um, I think we're going to find out over these next two months how Giannis really feels about Chris Middleton because that that's the <laughs> I mean that's the big card. That's the only really big card they have to play yeah. for a big roster upgrade. And if Giannis is fully confident in him being the second star on that team alongside of him and that he can win in Milwaukee, then he's going to be on the roster next year. If not then Middleton will be, you know, the centerpiece of a package to land a bigger fish. So therefore, like Middleton's the the only big card they have. So I know some people thrown out there like, hey, we should go try to get Middleton. Middleton would be an incredible fit in Dallas. Sure. It's just what Dallas has to offer outside of Luka and KP, that's not going to be enough in return for them to trade Middleton. Like if they're going to trade Middleton, they're going to try to go get a, a guy similar quality, like a Brad Beal or an Oladipo or a CJ McCollum or, you know, like somebody like that, where it's almost like an interchanging type thing, moving the parts around. Dallas just like, we love Tim Hardaway, but they wouldn't do that deal for a center. I mean, uh, a move around Tim Hardaway. So then you go into the next set of like, all right, let's say they keep Middleton with Giannis and they look at 
pairing a bunch of their other pieces to go get somebody else. People throw out there Chris Paul, which I, I would understand for their team. It's just the other the other pieces. I'm just not that interested in because they make double digit million dollars a year, guaranteed money in 2021, and that's Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez. I think on paper, two years ago, Eric Bledsoe would be a good fit with this this current Mavs team. I'm just kind of out on it. I'm 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 not a fan. I think right Clippers now. Eric Bledsoe makes sense. I don't know if this version of Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, makes I mean sense. He, he makes 16.8 guaranteed million dollars next year. 2021 he makes 18.1. I you know he's 30 right now. I just yeah I'm just not a I'm not. This is what you need to know about money. Eric Bledsoe's value. He has a non guaranteed 19.3 million dollars in 2022. I mean what a what a weird deal to have. You know, that big of a deal, making 18, 19 million, and then a non guaranteed year at the end of that. That's how much, that's what the Bucks think of that guy, right? right? To me, to me, yeah. that's that the contract kind of sometimes says it all. If you have a player option, like Middleton has a, you know, $40 million player option in 2023, uh, and, but they have a non guaranteed deal at the end of, of Bledsoe's deal. I mean, that's, that's vastly different to me. I think that says a lot about and Bledsoe. Bled- and he, he hasn't shown up in the playoffs, right? That's what the yeah. Mavericks are going to need. They don't need anybody in the regular season right now. He needs somebody in the playoffs, and he hasn't what, been that for the Bucks. Why would he be that for the Mavs? Yeah, and the thing with Bledsoe is he only shot thirty four percent last year, and he's not from like three. is he what from three? Yeah, yeah, from three. My bad. <laughs> and he only shot thirty four percent from three. And if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna try to cut into twenty one cap space, or I'm going to try to package some of my guys together to equal that that uh, around that same amount of money to where you're not really losing that much cap space. I would rather do that for a shooter. Like I would like yeah. he makes and you know Eric Bledsoe is going to make, you know, 16.8 or and then 18 that next year. If I'm going to go and try to, you know, put a package of like Delon and some of these contracts together to equal that to where I'm not losing cap space, I'd rather do that for a shooter. Like uh you know, I'd rather do that for who would you rather have? Bledsoe or Buddy Hill? Oh, I know you're kind of leaning on the anti buddy. I know I'm kind of anti buddy right, right now, but oh, uh, this the past is- like week or so, Nick has just been trying to be anti buddy, <laughs> secretly and- anti buddy. The thing but about I'll, Bledsoe I'll is buddy he over Bledsoe. Bledsoe did just make an All NBA team, and you can say, well, he made that because he's playing next to Giannis and you know playing in that system. But I mean, he is a good defensive player, and the Mavericks do need somebody like that. He's not a, you know not a great shooter, but he's also not like the veteran that you want as well. So that's why I'm out on that. And I think that's why yeah. I'm out on buddy too. Cause he's not the veteran. He's old enough to be a veteran, but he's, he's not a veteran type player. He's only played in the NBA for four years, never been in the playoffs. So it has to be both things for me. If I'm going to bring in somebody like that. Yeah. And bro and Brooke Lopez love Brooke Lopez. So, love his game. But so to answer your have... question. No, on both. <laughs> <laughs> no, on both. Okay. Would you rather ring in buddy or Bledsoe? No, that was um, my answer. Lopez, I think, will be a good get for someone, but it's just not. We just have too many. You know, we have KP. So I, I don't think he should leave. I mean, I think that they. I think that he should just stay in Milwaukee. I don't. I guess they'll probably have, they have to, to. They have to use a salary. That's. I'm like, right. they got to do something. That's probably the only thing. George Hill, no interest. He, even though he has a non guaranteed deal in 2021. I mean, that's the veteran guy. He's been to the finals. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I would be down. That's that's fine. I don't know what you know. Could you? Yeah, you're not getting him for DeLon and a pick. You know, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, but I I mean, yeah, if he could find his way to Dallas, I'd definitely do it. So there you go. That's the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll move on from that. Uh, We'll get into Let's start with the Minnesota Timberwolves now. Yeah, here's a guy I I want really bad. (laughs) I think we're going to hit this one for, for a little while. So, all right, coming up, let's get into the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's a 
player on the Timberwolves, Isaac thinks should be a Maverick. We'll talk about him coming up. All right, Isaac, let's talk about trade targets for the Minnesota Timberwolves for the Mavericks. You have a name that's just been sitting on the tip of your tongue. Tell me who it is. James Johnson, come to Dallas. Let's go. No way. Yeah. Interesting. I, 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 I want James Johnson in Dallas. Listen, he has a player option that he is guaranteed. Going to pick this up at $16 million, almost even. And he's 33 he gives you like the same type of thing when we talk about like why I would want Montrez Harrell. I'm trying to think who I, who I would want more. Really? I- because here's the thing with Harrell. <laughs> you would have to sign him to a longer term deal. True. And he doesn't hit the three. No. James Johnson shot 36, 37% from three last year. How many attempts did he take? And he get off me on that. <laughs> now t- 2.8. So not a ton. I mean, around three, which is okay. 36% from three. But man, he just gives you that toughness. Like this is the thing we're talking about. We want somebody to bring a toughness to this team. And it's an expiring contract. It doesn't cut into the 2021 cap space. He's going to pick up that player option. Now, would I swap Tim Hardaway for James Johnson? Absolutely not. I wouldn't do that. But if there's a way to go get James Johnson and bring him in for relatively free, to bring him off the bench to be that bigger body. He's what, 6'8, six, 6'9, six, right? I think 6'7. Yeah, size um, is not a problem with James Johnson. <laughs> yes, I would love James Johnson on this Mavericks team. And he has some incredible, incredible quarantine hair. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Look up James Johnson right now on Twitter or somewhere and find yeah. his quarantine hair. Uh, we didn't do an overview of the roster, but they have. D'Angelo Russell and Towns both making max deals. They have James Johnson with this huge player option. They have uh, Jarrett Culver, Jake Lehman, Malik Beasley, Juancho Hernan Gomez, who, by the way, Juancho Hernan Gomez is going to be in a movie with Adam Sandler coming up. I don't understand that, but cool. (laughs) Let's do it. He just started talking about it on Dan Patrick, and he just kept talking about Juancho, and I was like, Juancho Hernan Gomez is going to be in a Sandler movie? Anyway, uh, Juancho, Malik Beasley, Josh Akogi, Jacob Evans, Amari Spellman, Jared Vanderbilt, Jalen Noel, uh, Nods read all on rookie deals. A lot of really young rookie guys there. Um, so the one trade option that Isaac has mentioned is James Johnson. He's making $16 million in, uh, in, you know, a player option in 2020 next year. So you're into that. You want to bring that in. It is, a, it is an expiring contract. So you're not messing with 2021 money. Basketball wise, I just don't think he fits at all with the, with the Mavericks. He can, I guess. Ow. I guess he can step out he's and hit. Six, seven. We we always say we can never have enough of these guys. I know, but he's not like your wing defender. He's like your. You oh, know, he could body up somebody. He could, he could body up somebody. I just don't know if that yeah. somebody is going to drive right around him and <laughs> get a layup pretty easy on him. From what I remember, I don't think he's that bad of a defender. I thought he was a decent. Defender. He was a he was a decent defender, but I I always remember him guarding bigger guys. But to be honest, I have not done my James Johnson research in a, a couple years. Well, here. He did, yeah, he didn't he didn't play that much last year. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I wouldn't sit there and trade Tim Hardaway or somebody like that for him. I'm saying if you could figure out a way to, you're gonna have to give up something on. for him. I mean, would you would yeah. you do Delon and Justin Jackson just straight up? Um, hold on, the phone's ringing. Yes. Oh, before- <laughs> hey, uh, this is uh, Gerson Rosas. I'm calling for Donnie Nelson. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Uh, so I, I heard that you guys were looking for an enforcer. I thought I thought maybe you guys would want somebody that you know has enforced, and even in a dark alley, you you would want him on your team. 
And uh, I think we have somebody for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is James available? James, pick up that option. You know, James is really thinking about picking up that option. You know, he's got a lot of options out there. His agent has really been scouring the field, Mark, and I think Mark, he's gonna, settle down. I think he's going to pick up that option. So, uh, you know, what would you what would you guys do for a James Johnson? You know, listen here. We have this young, athletic, lengthy point guard in Delon Wright that I don't know if I want to give him up right now, but we could we could possibly talk Delon Wright. Justin Jackson, do you know he was a fifteenth pick in the draft just a few years ago? We love the draft. Most of has, our players came from the draft. Hey, he has the best floater in the game. In the I game. heard your coach said the history of the game. Hall of Fame championship coach Rick Carlisle said that. And you know so, I respect Rick Carlisle. So what are you talking about if if we put Justin and we put DeLon on the table for James Johnson? What are you thinking? I think we have a deal. I think Call that we in. I think Let's we can go. use a backup point guard. I think we you can always use another wing, so hey. Don, did you water the plants today? Okay. Towns! Towns, get off that boat. Uh yes, I would do that in a heartbeat. You would do you would do that. To, I I think I, mean, I think Timberwolves would do that deal. I don't know if I want to give up on Delon that quickly. You can, okay? You get the enforcer and James Johnson. Yeah, and you and you shed money for twenty twenty one. I would do that deal right now. Not don't even hang up the phone. Wow, interesting. You give up both those guys. Though. Yeah. Just, Cut ties and bring James Johnson. I see, I don't know enough. I feel like I don't know enough about James Johnson right now to have this conversation definitively say he's washed or he's he still has something. The uh, hair makes that. me think like it, mm. it, the hair gives me Joakim Noah vibes of like he's done, he's done he's washed. Joakim Noah Andrew Bynum vibes. That's what his hair gives me right Ooh. now. So it's really it's don't really clouding that. my judgment. I think on James Johnson. Okay, let let me ask you this. However, I would Turn- never say it to his face. I probably wouldn't say a lot of things to James Johnson's face. <laughs> that dude he he's literally trained in like martial arts you you would not want to mess with him that's why people always mention him as a dark alley guy yes that's why i want him okay i don't know how the new regime feels in minnesota about Jarrett culver i think that was a past regime draft pick yeah if they're looking at you know swapping that Jarrett culver out would you take a swing at that i think i would um local guy yeah if it's something to where you know it's involving your draft picks it's 18 31 um, you know, it's like 1831 and DeLon Wright. Well, I mean, he, he only shot, he shot over a little over three threes a game last year and he shot 29% from three. So that's not encouraging. It would just be a, Hey, let, let's take a swing for it and add him to our team. Yeah. A host of locked on wolves. Ben Beacon was talking about him the other day and said, you know, Jared Culver, he's, let me tell you guys, he's never going to be a star. <laughs> he just came out and said, <laughs> <laughs> They're not super high on him over there, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I, I'm definitely interested in that. That's a guy with some upside. You give him to Carlisle, maybe he can fill out a you know fill out a role for him. So that could make this interesting. I think if you did 18 Delon and Justin for those two guys, yeah, interesting, interesting. Oh, I think you'd have to throw in 31. I think they'd ha- they have to value Culver decent amount. Yeah, he was like the fourth pick, so it's- yeah. Six overall pick, 2019 draft. I mean, oh, we six. were high on him. Uh, you know, Texas Tech guy. Yeah. But from Lubbock. Yeah. From Lubbock. And he's only 21. He'll be he'll be 22 like during next season. So yes, I would definitely try to go get him if I could. If I could. Do you want to touch on New Orleans on this podcast? All our Texas Tech listeners were like, "What are you guys talking about? Get Jared Culver right now! Right now! What are you guys talking about?" Oh man, there's so many random guys on this Timberwolves roster, right? Like, there's so many of these young guys. 
Uh, you know we love Wancho. Luca loves Wancho. You know yes. he loves the yes. Hernan Gomez brothers. They have a unique situation with Malik Beasley too, because they they obviously traded for him. He's going to be a restricted free agent, and he had some other I was gonna uh, say, things. A unique situation. Uh, yeah, well, it's um, one way to put it. Uh, yeah, how do I word it? Uh, but anyway, he is going to be a restricted free agent, so it's like how much money? Yeah, anyway, probably probably less get? now. I, I, yes, yes, that's what I was going to say too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would we'd have to know more information about that whole thing. Yeah, but anyway, Google it. They they are super intriguing. They obviously have the number one overall pick. We don't know what they're going to do with that too. Could they go, you know, trade it for somebody? Do they just take Lamelo or cool. Wiseman or whoever it is at the first pick? I, I think if I was them, I, I wouldn't take that. I would just be trying to trade down. I think I would just take Which, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> I think. Of the of the way that those guys have been described to me, I think I'd go Anthony Edwards over those other two guys for them. Well, I would just see if anybody in the top ten is willing to move up and give me a solid yeah. guy that Anything. fits Towns and Russell better than Lamelo or Wiseman. Do like a you know a Jason Tatum deal where you you trade you know you trade yeah. down and get a pick for next year. The only problem is I think every every team in the top five is trying to move down. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so just call up the Knicks and say, hey, do you have anything that you can give us? That's the place to go. They always need another two guard that doesn't like to shoot that much. LaMelo, Dennis Smith Jr., and Nilakina. Let's roll out the three-guard lineup in New York. I just forgot about R.J. Barrett completely. I was just talking about guards. R.J. Barrett's a guard. He played two for them all year. Is he really? Yeah. He's like 6'8". Oh, well. All right. I guess we're saving New Orleans for next time. Yeah, we'll save New Orleans. But, I was uh, ready for my Seth Curry is better than J.J. Redick. Case, <laughs> all right. You'll never be on old man in the tree. So, Hey, coming up next Tuesday, I'll tell you why I think Ma- Maverick should go after Lonzo. Oh. <laughs> I never That's thought a good tease. I'd That's a good tease, right? I never thought I'd see the day. That is a good tease. <laughs> David Locke is going to email that tease next week to say this is an example of a good tease to the network. <laughs> You're not interested in anybody else from Minnesota, Jake Lehman? No, I mean he's a cool dunker, but a Kobe we're interested in. He's just on that rookie deal, and I don't know why they would get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, Okogi played good minutes for them. I, don't, I could care less about Jacob Evans, Spellman. Yeah, I do like Vanderbilt. I like Vanderbilt yeah. coming out in the draft. I think he's underrated for him. Nas Reed played some good minutes for him too last year, but I'm all about getting James Johnson on this team. Wow, I think he. I think he would give you a similar, like, a, a Deshaun Stevenson type of uh, like role yes. to your team, and a just, six nine think, Deshaun Stevenson exactly. Yeah, he could he would hit the threes. He would bring you some toughness. He, he's not that great. With, he's shot thirty three percent over the last like four years. He's not. I'm just saying he give you a, a three a game. You're just saying he hit the threes. I'm like, oh, let's slow down on the James Johnson is a three point <laughs> James sniper. James Johnson, JJ Redick. <laughs> come on. Same person, basically. <laughs> you have to inform the public. Uh, oh, he man. shot in Minnesota in 14 games. He shot 3.3. <laughs> 14 3- games. <laughs> two, two bubbles. Three point, <laughs> let me create my narrative. I'm LeBron. 3.33 threes <laughs> a game at 37%. Put him in the three-point contest. Since 2017. Stop that's it. four years. 33.3% from three. Three three point attempts per game, so he gets one. He gets you one out of three, literally. He just needs more minutes. He averaged 
24.6 minutes a game. I don't think he's getting that in Dallas. Yeah, no. I know he had a weird uh, falling out in Miami and all of that. I remember he was like, he got sent home. and He then didn't, he like, he didn't oh. pass one of their like physical tests, right? They have those tests where they put their weight and, st- and their body fat percentage up on the wall, and he didn't pass a couple of those, and it was <sighs> the whole yeah, falling out. shooting down my dreams. That's, I, the Mavs don't do that, so... That doesn't mean they shouldn't bring him in, but I don't we have a bell on the side of the wall that we ring when you hit 20 out of 25 threes. Yeah, you see where the priorities are with the Mavs. They want you to hit the threes. <laughs> Body fat. <laughs> the nah. heat are all fat shaming over there. Whatever. <laughs> fat shame James Johnson right out of their state. <laughs> Made him go live in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, man. All right. There you go. That's our trade targets. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do more Mavs talk, more Mavs stuff. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs is out. Boom.